0: Will you please stand for the reading of the gospel? The gospel reading is from St. John chapter 14, verses 1 through 6. John writes Jesus said, I am the way, the truth, and the life. Let not your hearts be troubled. Believe in God. Believe also in me. In my Father's house, there are many rooms. If it were not so, would I have told you that I go to prepare a place for you? And if I go and prepare a place for you, I will come again and will take you to myself, that where I am, you may be also, and you know the way to where I am going. And Thomas said to him, Lord, we do not know where you are going. How can we know the way? Jesus said to him, I am the way and the truth and the life. And no one comes to the Father except through me. This is the gospel of the Lord. Praise to you, O Christ. You may be seated. Please pray with me. May the words of my mouth and the meditation of all of our thoughts be acceptable to you, Lord, our rock and our Redeemer. Amen. In the name of Jesus. Has anyone noticed the title of the sermon today? Have anyone wondered how I'm going to pull that off? Let me ask a question real quick here. How many people are uh, of Italian uh, descent in this room? Just raise your hand. Okay, eh. <laughs> that's a time, he's talking with his hands. <laughs> well, good, because I'm going to have to explain to the rest of us what that means. Where I came upon that word, and certainly I've heard it before, but one of the many times that I came to visit Jan and to take uh, communion to them both, oftentimes we would find ourselves in the backyard looking at the beautifully landscaped new yard, and we'd look at the lizards, and we'd listen to the pond that was flowing, and the beautiful grass that has been planted, and the fruit trees, and and Bill was talking, and he was talking about his brother, Tommy. And he, the way he did, you know, he had that smile, and he goes, ah, Tommy, he's my Goomba. And I always thought Goomba was kind of a derogatory remark, so... I had to ask some Italian friends. Actually, I I, I have a friend uh, in uh, Long Island. His name's Richie Cody. He's Irish, not not Italian. But then uh, another friend of mine there, his buddy is uh, is Joey Bagadonuts Caselli. And so he says, "Listen here, Kenny. Let me tell you what this means." He goes. I'm an Italian, and like several years ago, I was taking a stroll down the street, and I find this new joint. It's opened up, right? I go in there. There's hardly anyone there except for a guy behind the bar. So I go in there, and I sit down, and I have a drink, and we're talking for about an hour and a half. I find out that he owns the joint. He's my goomba. And so Richie says, okay, for you California guys, It goes like this. I was taking a walk in the evening and I happened on the opening of a new establishment. So I went in there and hardly anyone was in there. But there was a bartender or mixologist and I struck up a conversation with him. And I come to find out He's the proprietor of the establishment. And we talked, and we've been friends. Friends? Goomba! Okay, do we know the the difference here? And I have to tell you that having come alongside and, and, and chatted with Bill and Jan, a couple things I realized. One, I said, uh, I want to be a tubiola. (laughs) I do. And, And he made me feel like maybe I was his goomba. He had that unique quality, and I know that you all share with that. So when he said, ah, Tommy, he's my goomba, I was thinking, you know what? Jesus is our Goomba. A Goomba is a friend. He is a guy that has your back. He's a guy that you can tell things to and it won't go outside of the people that you're talking to. He's a guy that sticks up for you when others don't. He's a guy that will come alongside you through thick and thin. He's a Goomba. Now, Jesus... Lord, I, I do not mean any disrespect for calling you a goomba. But he's our friend. He's God with skin on. He condescended. He came down to this earth to walk with us, to lead us. In fact, he even said, if you know me, you know the Father. And so our Jesus Took our sin. He died for us. He rose again to go home one day to the Father's house. Goomba, friend. Now our scripture this morning, when Jesus says, "Do not let your hearts be troubled." Does anyone have a troubled heart this morning? Maybe a little uneasy. That's okay, because Jesus is talking to his disciples, saying, "Don't worry." It's going to be okay. He's saying to them that he's predicting that the troubled disciples are, are, are fearful. And he encourages them to continue to believe in God and in his son. He says, believe in me. Believe and live. Jesus knew that he was on the road to glory. He knew that the Son of Man had to die a shameful death, not only for himself to fulfill the law, but also for us that we might have a place in the Father's house. And Jesus pictured a house, his father's house, with many rooms. He was leaving his disciples in order to prepare a place for them in the father's house. Furthermore, he promised to come back. Which promises does God keep? Amen. All of them. Every one. And so Jesus says, I am coming back. And we can understand that Jesus, meaning by remembering what he has and was about to do, namely die on the cross and rise from the dead, human beings in our flesh, in our nature, we have no place in God's house because of the sin that had barred us from the way. But Jesus' death, Jesus' perfect work on the cross atones for our sins. And prepares the room. And his resurrection, his coming out of that tomb on that morning. All right, many of you heard it. What were the first words of Jesus when he came out of the tomb in the morning? Ta da! No, they weren't, but (laughs) that's in a sense what it was. I told you so. Here I am. And so we have that hope that we haven't seen, but we are told of, promised of. We already have that waiting for us. We're just not there yet. But Bill is. I wonder if he walked in when he saw Jesus and goes, how you doing? I wonder if he's up there telling stories yeah, huh? Did anyone tell a better story than Bill TuBiola? I got to tell you, Mary does pretty good. Mary, hey, where's James? Is he is he around? Oh. There's a story on this too. I love little kids uh stories and and I know Bill did too and Mary, you oh my gosh, you are a you're a storyteller. But apparently there's a little boy named James. Has anyone met him? (laughs) God bless you. I can't wait to meet him. He and I are going to have to hang out. But I understand that James was in Sunday school. Is that right? And they were talking about the tomb and what was inside the tomb. Yeah, I'm going to tell that story. I love it. It'll preach. And I probably got 20 more years of this to go. So who knows, James? So they said, well, who who was in the uh, tomb with Jesus? And James said, angels, no Dodgers. (laughs) Huh? What a privilege it is to be called to be a pastor, to meet people to walk with them, to come alongside them in all different kinds of moments. The joyful, happy ones, the ones that are seasons that hurt. And then right now. What joy it is for me to come and and meet Bill and to meet Jan and to know and to come to love them. What a gift that is. I often say, who gets to do this? And also, you got the right guy? I'm so glad that the Heavenly Father put Bill in my pathway. I'm so glad that when Bill was struggling, the attacks of the enemy were upon him. I, I, I'm here to tell you, if you don't already know, Satan is real. And his demons are real. And they don't let up on you just because you're a nice guy. And they didn't let up on Bill. And Bill would talk about the demons. They won't let me alone, right? And I came to him, and I'm holding his hand. And I said, Bill, trust in your baptism. Because in your baptism, you were, we were, joined in Christ in a death like His. We went into the water or had it sprinkled on us. And that is when the old person died. And then we came out of the water like a resurrection, like His. And the new man was born. We were sealed by the Holy Spirit. Marked by the cross. We became the children of God at that moment. And God does not let one of his children get snatched by the enemy. But that doesn't mean the enemy isn't going to try. That doesn't mean the enemy is going to say, you know, all this gospel stuff and Jesus dying. That's for everybody else, not for you. He's a liar. He's a liar. He's trying to steal your happy. Don't let him. I told Bill, don't let him steal your happy. You are a child of the living God. In your baptism, just like when Jesus came up out of the water, behold, a light was seen and it landed upon him like a dove. And behold, it says once again, a voice was heard. The voice of God saying, this is my son whom I love. With him I am well pleased. And don't you know? My Christian brothers and sisters, in your baptism, God was saying the same thing. This is my beloved Jan, whom I love. With her I am well pleased. And so then we prayed. And we asked for angels to block out the murmur, the doubt, The accusations of the liars and to give Bill peace. We asked that he would come and cover him with his grace, his peace, and his mercy. And he did. And that attack ceased. And now, when we say, no more tears. No more sorrow. No more pain. Bill is experiencing that promise right now. Jan wanted this to be a, a celebration service, a celebration of a man, a good man, but just a man. And just like you and me, he was a sinner in need of a Savior. And he had one, has one, and he's face to face with him now. May God bless you. May God keep you. May he make his face shine on you and grant you his peace. In the name of the Father, and the Son, and the Holy Spirit, amen.